This episode has content warnings for gaslighting, resistance, perception play, drones, and drug play. What do you think the cold open should be? I mean, we could just start it with this. Yeah? What do you, what do you think of that one? What if people are hearing this right now? I think you're. I think it's getting better by the second, Jess. <laughs> this is this is not a podcast. This is a podcast now. I kind of like it. Welcome to Mindless Matters. Hi, everyone. <laughs> Jessica is bright red, laughing. Mindless Matters is a, a podcast focused on teaching and learning and discussion of erotic zor recreational hypnosis. It is 18 plus. We do feature live inductions. Do not listen to them while driving or anytime you might endanger yourself from dropping. You are responsible for your own safety. Uh, and this is especially poignant because I forgot that I say this every goddamn, goddamn time we record this podcast and suggested that my girlfriend and I listen to it on the way back home while driving. You are... <laughs> I hate to say this. A fool? <laughs> It's, it was a bimbo moment. I listen. Do as we say, not as we do. Do, do as, as we do, because I didn't do it. I just f forgot for a hot that's, second that's and had fair. to be reminded. Also, do as we do, because sometimes we do some hot stuff. Like um, today. Like today. Wow, what a perfect segue. Expertise. <laughs> just Expertissimo. Jessica was staring daggers into my soul for a second there. What are we talking about today, Sam? We're talking about corruption. A tale as old as time. You know, human gets bitten by dinosaur. Human becomes dinosaur. Yeah. Yeah. That's right. Corruption <laughs> is a very fun thing that you can do with some friends. It is that kink that walks the line between vanilla and kinky in that... It's it's something that you can show to anybody and they'll probably go, oh, yeah, that's that's hot. But it usually dabbles in, you know, some kind of like darker themes and a lot of big changes. What are the appeals of corruption? Tell me, Sam. I mean, there's a lot. Our list here is almost a full page. Uh, just to breeze through them real quick. You're giving into desire. That yeah. feels great, especially mm -hmm. if you've been resisting. Foreshadowing. Um, it can create intimate feelings of relationships, whether that's like queer platonic, familial, romantic, etc., uh, where you didn't have them before. And that kind of sudden shift can feel really, really good, especially to someone who is, you know, touch or affection starved. Um, there's a sense of powerlessness in being out of control in the fact that, you know, you're being corrupted and taken over. Um, but at some point it shifts over to being so pleasurable that you're just like, fuck it. Fuck me. Yeah, you just completely give up on whoever or whatever you used to be. Just enjoying your your new state of just pure pure lust or obedience or etc. Mm -hmm. Pure lust obedience. Lust obedience. This is the new word. I'm into <laughs> it. Hell yeah. Uh, complete escapism from the self. You can escape from taboo. You can be as sexual and kinky as you want. Uh, realizing you've changed without noticing it happening. This is for us who like some little 
perception play with that, whether it's memories or something else. Mm-hmm. Um, it's definitely, it's yeah, you first. It's, it's not about being corrupt so much as it is getting corrupted. It's very focused on like the, the kind of like slow, almost insidious process mm-hmm. uh, as it just kind of affects you over time and becomes a bigger and bigger thing until you can't just ignore it anymore. It's the journey, not the destination. Oh, definitely. And of course, there is the standard that people would know, like just off the top of their head, you change physically. This can often have, you know, sexualization of the body. You can be dehumanized. You can look more like a drone. You can look like a demon. You can look like an alien or whatever. It's cool. There's a lot you can do with it. Definitely. Not to mention the mental changes that can happen where, oh yeah, you know, you're just your thoughts are overridden by another's will or or even just like a hive mind flooding into your brain. I want to be flooded by a hive mind. Kind of falling into those mental patterns of obedience, of docility, lowered inhibition, <laughs> or just just straight up absolute unbearable lust. Yeah, full feral. What are uh, some of the things we associate with corruption, Jessica? Okay, so you've definitely got things like mind control. Uh, so so somebody like taking control of you and like slowly eroding at your will, overriding it with whatever purpose they want to give you. Bonus points if this is like a classic cartoon or video game, like you're strapped to a table or a chair with some device fucking you up. Oh, yeah. This sounds that's my this... that's my shit. Ideal. Mm hmm. Fry my um... fucking brain. <laughs> Bzzzt. Mm hmm. Bzzzt. Mm hmm. Like that? Yeah. Oh, goodness. That's for later, isn't it? Mm-hmm. Um, you've got transformation. Uh, so obviously, all those physical changes, you want to come along with uh, a little bit of TF. Conditioning uh, is very big. You know, you condition somebody to do a response. That's, in essence, what corruption could be like, you know, kind of your real world example. Mm-hmm vampires vampires kind of like get the whole nine yards here yeah they've got classic corruption vector if you're not thinking about werewolves sexy bitch uh tempts you with their their fucking glamour um Mm -hmm. drains you and makes you one of them and you just lose your humanity in the process but embrace something even greater than that just take my humanity i'll trade it away for a fucking cold cob salad that It was. I didn't know you were gonna to end it with a cold cob salad. I said I whatever gonna... came off the dome. <laughs> I was. <laughs> I've been watching too much binging with Babish. I. I was going to say that's a very queer experience. Just reject humanity and um, substitute become, your own. Become a fucking monster. <laughs> God, actually, yeah, though. So let's go over the the methodology. Let's let's get somebody corrupted. Mm-hmm. So first you want to start with some suggestions. So a big one is you need to make sure that you're giving suggestions of this feeling that they are giving in to mm-hmm. the changes or other suggestions and like slowly, you know, wanting them more. And you can even kind of associate like pleasure with the more that these changes come through, whether they be physical or mental or however they might be getting corrupt. They could even be corrupting themselves in this in this scenario, like delving too deep with some some kind of unknown 
magical artifact or, or Which is what have very you. hot. But yeah, pleasure associated with those changes. Um, and sometimes if you want to get cheeky, and this is really fun, ignorance of the changes, not noticing mm. that these things are happening and, and slowly kind of taking over, you know, until it's too late to stop them. Yeah. And another note on the suggestions of like making them feel like they're giving in. This is especially important if you're doing something resistance based, because the more you hear something from, you know, whoever's hypnotizing you, uh, especially if you're resisting, it's going to like erode at that, provided it's something you're comfortable with. Mm -hmm. Like if you feel safe and like comfortable and this is going as like the scene is planned, it's going to feel like you are losing bits and pieces of your will like you're standing on a video game platform that's falling out beneath you. How nice of you to foreshadow yourself. Oh, thank you. We we we've put a lot of planning into this this uh scene, so that's just very yeah, no. on my mind right now. Jess has a whole document that I know minimal information about and have forgotten at least half of what she's told me. I didn't tell you to do that. No, um, I just am spacey tonight. Well, I've I've told you most of it. You know, like the other the other parts are just you know ad lib improv. <laughs> I've I've got a I've got a star guide to follow. Speaking of guides to follow, uh, that's gonna get you to your end goals. I want to talk about end goals. Mm -hmm. So whenever you're trying to finish this off, you're looking for like a very different behavior than what you started with. Mm -hmm. You want there to be like. A contrast between how this person normally acts or behaves or feels and have like some kind of like big noticeable change that has uh, kind of taken place and what that change is is up to you you know you can be pretty playful with it usually when we think of corruption we're thinking of two things either you are just being corrupted by this drive to fulfill like a base need of pleasure just just some kind of pleasure overloading your mind body you know you can think of like aphrodisiacs uh, or like increases in libido or corruption to obedience where willpower is given to another and and slowly over time or or in some cases rapidly you become very obedient to a cause, a person, etc. Mm -hmm. And so you can you can do other things with corruption for sure, but that's the main two that people think of. Mm -hmm. um, another thing that you want to get whenever you're finished with, uh, whenever you're kind of like coming up to that climax of a corruption type scene, is um, a strong progression from uncorrupt to, to corrupt, to show them you know look how far you've come and let them feel themselves changing so it's it's about the again it's about the journey and i do want to just add a little bit of a note here whenever you're talking about corruption uh especially whenever you use uh hypnotism as a means to uh in, induce it or or run scenes with it you really want to be careful with the word addiction mm -hmm. addiction is a real thing um it affects many people and you don't want to use that word in your your suggestions. You want to be very careful and kind of steer clear of that topic. And, you know, 
as with as with anything just ask yourselves what are the risks of a suggestion like this you know mm-hmm. and and just figure out you know what those risks are and mitigate them and one way you can do that is by not incorporating ideas of addiction because they can feel pretty powerful especially yeah. with you know the high of a scene and everything generally speaking like dependency is not something you want to risk it is um not as hot as it sounds <laughs> mm-hmm. let us lettuce in a cob salad <laughs> yeah that's my callback it's callback time let's move into the think space it's think space time it's think space time are you ready to think i'm ready to think for like the remaining 30 minutes i have left okay <laughs> of thinking <laughs> and that's it <laughs> no more after that i need to earn another thought Cutting token cold turkey can you imagine if you had to put cold turkey into a coin slot? She's already stopped thinking, folks. <laughs> <laughs> all right, all right. Uh, how can inductions tie into our end goal? All right, so you can use a kind of like weakening resistance feeling or a resistance induction even mm-hmm. uh, to kind of make it feel like corruption so so you're feeling this you're actually feeling that feeling of giving in yeah you know trying to fight it and failing to do so which let me tell you trying to resist something it's like said in all the fucking stories out there it does make it feel better when you give in <laughs> you've got to work for it mm-hmm. and isn't you have that to a nice work thought? by resisting yeah just just thinking that all that work you did just made you feel better. It didn't have any purpose in actually letting you get escape or be free. It was a reward that was given to you by whoever's corrupting you, was letting you resist so it felt better. <laughs> uh, another thing is just good old fixation induction, just really hammering in on touch and pleasure and what that does to your body, how you know your body is you know changing because it's reacting to pleasure, pairing of everything etc yeah just getting them to focus on like as tightly as they can on one thing and then like introducing a feeling of physical touch or or like physical pleasure kind of like Mm -hmm. teasing them that's that's gonna obviously naturally arouse them Mm -hmm. and and you can add in suggestions using that that evidence of their arousal and you can kind of turn it around to be evidence of their corruption yeah the standard if x then y yeah that's that's always the the sneaky hypnotist trick there is is um you know the fixation induction you you slowly over time start to close your eyes and they're like oh that's because you're falling into trance and Mm -hmm. and even if that's not necessarily true you believe it because that's what it feels like it's, yeah. it's just your eyes getting tired and, and then if you, know, you believe it it starts becoming true and if they're if they're touching your body well of course you're getting aroused so it must mean you're you're being corrupted right now that's what they're saying it's what they're whispering into your ear mm-hmm. and those words sound very pretty right now very very pretty very nice on the ear and the brain you want to cross some wires bzz, bzz. <laughs> bzz. <laughs> so, all right so first up we got the classic. We have the original. It's demons. It's demons. It's succubi, incubi, concubi, whatever. 
And this is this is, you know, everyone knows demons. Everyone knows demon corruption. Oh, you you've summoned the succubus and now you're her plaything. And let me tell you, that's hot. Um, it is hot. That is that is very good and hot. But an often overlooked basically mirror to this is divinity. Mm-hmm. You can get corrupted by an angel and have literally all of your humanity purged from you in some kind of holy flame. Cleansed. Absolutely. Uh, and cleansed is a very hot word. <laughs> it is. So, you know, demons and divinity, both very, like, very powerful subject matter. So it's not hard to imagine them, you know, taking you over. Right. Um, and that can that can just play a really fun, fun piece in a uh, scene based on corruption. For sure. And it's very good, like, especially if you have someone who's a visual, because that's very evocative imagery. Mm-hmm. It's like you can picture a demon, you can picture an angel, whether it's, you know, new style or old style, like Wheel of Eyeballs. Mm-hmm. Um, moving on, another thing that this is obviously, obviously paired with is transformation. I'm going to skip over most of that, but what I am going to focus on real quick is giving you new equipment or different equipment. I'm talking augmenting the genitalia. Augment those genitals. Give do me some I, new ones. Do I want a flower for a dick that can like split itself into three, is lined with cilia, and is always dripping wet? Yeah. Yeah, I do. Why fuck the monster girl when you could be the monster girl? Do I want a tail that I can fuck myself into oblivion with until all of my brain cells are gone? I Hello. do. <laughs> yeah. I volunteer. Just a, just a tail laced with aphrodisiacs that alter your brain chemistry. Ugh. And speaking of aphrodisiacs, that's on here too. Adding aphrodisiacs to a scene with corruption is an obvious pairing. You're just going to drive the lust up more and more and more. And it's going to just, it's going to fuck them up real good. I see a, a note here that uh, Jess has actually added to the Crossing the Wires. Do you want to touch on that one? Uh, Stepfordization. Mm. Uh, so this is, again, the more like obedience uh, centered thing where, you know, you're kind of just slowly over time programmed to be, you know, the perfect housewife that everyone's always wanted or... Or house spouse. Spouse wife. Spouse wife. Uh, I was going for gender neutral, but... Um... I know, but my brain said it and you had to hear it. Okay. <laughs> that's that's not inaccurate. <laughs> you were saying. I'm not perfectly into Stepfordization, but it is on my radar. Or or even just like maid type stuff, you know. Just... Oh, I want to be a maid. Yeah. Uh, think of this. Several pretty maids are just in this uh, big estate. You just love their outfits so much, and they're so nice and friendly, and they give you all these sorts of little tips on how to keep your place clean. And and before you know it, you're kind of cleaning with them as a hobby and helping them out in the garden, and and they're teaching you how to make a nice uh, dessert. And, and well, before you know it, they've got a maid outfit picked out for you. Mm-hmm. Boom, boom, uh, now boom. you're making me think of that story with the house. Yep, the estate. Very mm-hmm. good. There's a more literal for- form of corruption we can take with data corruption for uh, all you fellow robot fuckers out there. You know how, you know, fear play, losing something on your, like, game or computer can be like that fucking... 
that feeling of your heart sinking and just the thought in your head of, oh no. That but with your brain. That but with your brain. And that's scary and hot, provided you've negotiated well in advance. A little bit yummy on that. Yeah? A little bit yummy. Okay. Uh, You want to talk with me about worship? Worship? God. Um, I don't even know what you're going to say for worship. Just being corrupted by someone and immediately finding reverence in yourself towards this being that corrupted you. Oh, yeah. Like this this instant um, pure awe being mm-hmm. generated from nothing. And it's just you don't even have time to question it. Like it's it's already like taking over your thoughts of just like giving yourself completely and fully to this figure who is now deity like before you. So completely and fully and so quickly that you never have time to question your obedience towards them. It is fact from the moment it forms. Mm-hmm. Uh, another big old standard is conversion. Hello, drone time. Um, You get put in a fancy machine. You get sometimes suspended in a pod, sometimes put on like a special bed. And, you know, you're just converted into a synthetic being. Sometimes your consciousness is downloaded and uploaded into a new chassis. There's a lot of different ways you can do it. But the fun part is you have settings and knobs and bars and they can be changed and altered to best suit the hive. Mm, yum. Yum indeed. Do you wanna do you wanna talk about that last note we got there? <laughs> we just have written here intense, intense orgasms. And yeah, um I would say that uh, corruption pairs well with that, but then again, um, I'm a slut, so. I mean, the the parentheses or brackets note here is just come your brains slash uncorrupted self away. And there's something hot to be said about literally coming your willpower out. Every orgasm, like, just making you give into the corruption more. And, oh, God, you you have to come again and then again and again and again. This is very good with, like, this is very good with, like, forced or magical orgasms. Yum. And a lot of wires to cross here. Live your corruptive dreams. Yeah. Like, corruption is something that is so versatile. It's not quite as versatile as, like, bondage. But you can pair this with pretty much anything you're into. Anything you can TF into... You can make that corruption. It hits straight up. It hits the fantasy notes good. <laughs> mm-hmm. It's uh, the fantasy G spot. It's the. F- <laughs> You're right. You're right, and you should say it. You wanted to talk about some experimentation. Let's experiment here. Let's talk scene. Scene. Succubus milk with that primo estrogen. Okay, Mm -hmm. so listen, and this is a little subjective. Taking estrogen, a little horny, right? A little bit. A little bit. It registers on the horny scale. Not high, but it registers. Now, what if that was the specific kind of estrogen that flowed through a succubus's veins and gave you, like, fucking high heels built into your flesh? Ooh. If this was the kind that, like, made your breasts perfectly shapely and your skin a dark red hue. And wings. And wings. Oh, yeah. 
the wings are there. You probably got some wicked teeth too to go along Estrogen with it. Estrogen gives you wings. Anyway, um, forgetting that, what if you were hot succubus and mm. also um, you got to drink her titty milk because that's just cool. That's just hot. Here's a here's another fun thing that you can do with corruption. Mm-hmm. Um, a lot of these have been like kind of abrasive. Uh, somebody taking over, or sometimes even scary. Yeah, yeah, definitely. What if it was just gentle? So you've got like this kind of gentle dom going through a scene with you, and like reassuring you and praising you, and that constant praise, like very consistently on like some things or like protocols that you've had until eventually they're completely conditioned responses. Just that Dom says something and you just do it without even thinking about it, without even noticing how far you've come from, from all those days before. And then you just get that warm feeling in you knowing that you have pleased your Dom and you just get that little bit of praise. For example, like let's go back to demons what if there's demons corrupting people and you are like hiding out and you're like, fuck, I want to be a demon. So you just straight up go there. And as a reward, they give you, you know, their most gentle, most caring person because, hey, you already want to be one of them. Mm-hmm. And so you can take all of those like scenes and, and ideas and you can just like make them like a very willing, very like eager participant thing like, Yes, becomes... this is what I want to be. I want to be completely converted into a drone, mm-hmm. or I want to, I want to like me. be corrupted by, by succubi. Mm-hmm. It's very reassuring and affirming. Very good for the anxious mind. Some some gentle corruption. Nothing like a good little bit of gentle corruption. Cures what ails you. Cures what ails you. <laughs> um, completely opposite direction. We kind of touched on it a little bit. Fear play. Oh, definitely. You can make some scary fucking shit happen with corruption. Do you have any ideas for this? Because I just know that like this would be fun. So again, take everything that we talked about. Yeah, you can um, just make it scarier. Make it scarier. It's it's it kind of writes itself. Um, maybe you know, you've been you've... maybe you've been drugged and you're like trapped somewhere. Mm-hmm. Or or just maybe like maybe you're just stuck with this this idea that you don't know what's going on or mm-hmm. or you even make your trancey forget that this was a scene that was going on or yeah or become so a... completely immersed in it that they don't quite consciously remember you know the reality of what was going on assuming going you've off... got a willing participant that is you know obviously consented to all of these things yes going off that i was reading a story on twitter the other day which was by one of my favorite Twitter authors, Ben Enns. And she wrote a story that was literally a couple that were, you know, robots um, or androids or something. And they were running through a scene where one of them had been reset to factory standard and was hunting down the other to try and reset her too. And basically making her admit that she wanted to be reset and live in the like obedient haze of being in factory settings. Mm, yum. Uh, going right to the next one. Forgetting you were ever corrupted. This has just been how it's been. You've always been like this. You've always been an obedient maid drone right here under my feet. (laughs) 
just um maybe even like in the middle of a scene just having this one moment or this one trigger that just like takes away the memory of the journey and just leaves them so focused on the present that they can't even think about it or or what have you and so that whenever they come out of the scene they can have this fond memory of being in the scene at the very like climax of it where where every bit of them is like devoted to this new corruption that they feel Mm -hmm. where every bit of them is just fully enraptured in it and completely believing that this has always been their reality yeah uh something we made allusions to going on to experiences earlier is um maybe finding an artifact that corrupts you and drives you into that that's based on something we read uh, while planning this episode. Uh, we read The Invitation by Incase, mm-hmm. um, which Jessica sent to me and said, okay, you should read this. <laughs> I can't read this because if I do, I'll get too horny and I'll have to masturbate. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And it's... then I started saying things in the middle of reading it, like quoting it, and Jessica was like, uh, stop. She was just quoting uh, mm-hmm. p- parts from the invitation, and I was just getting all flustered. <laughs> I was just like, ugh, XYZ, YZX. <laughs> You're silly. Yeah, we're silly. Um, It is very good. Uh, give it a read if you have not read it before. Uh, it's, it's very big, horny big corruption vibes it's a little scary it's a little some, scary some dub con in there might want to uh proceed at your your best caution maybe your, get a mug of hot cocoa comfort. by you if you're not like super prepped what jess was saying be comfortable make sure you're at a good level for that you want to talk about stats stats you can yeah, you like that one. No, you like no. my st- keep it rolling. Okay. We're we're, we're on fuego. Stats. Um. <laughs> stats are horny. Um, stats in a video game. You can set that to you know int. You see a lot of porn online of just like int numbers ticking down, lust numbers ticking up. You see status ailments. You see all that. Poison's a horny status effect. It's basically just purple aphrodisiac slime. Mm. Who cares if it's doing damage? Not here's, me. Here's another corruption. Uh, mm. uh, unintelligence corruption. Throw that in mm. there. Bimbo corruption. Dumb that brain down. Get it down there. That Maybe instat it. is the dump stat now. Maybe melt it. Milk it out someone's tits. That sounds nice. That sounds really nice. Mm-hmm. An experience I've had with stats personally is one of my girlfriends and I do a little dungeon roleplay where I've basically, <laughs> I have at least four like Google Doc sheets of like three Excel sheets and a Word document, like keeping track of all the different bosses, all the different areas, all the different items she's gotten. I like overdoing things. Um and every run she does through the dungeon, she has a corruption meter, which cannot be decreased. So every time she engages in a lustful act, restores her MP, and makes her corruption go up. So it's a big resource management management and risk-reward thing. 
So I have in in here uh, a corruption ending for not only uh, every area, but also some secret little ones peppered in there too. <laughs> and there's just these part of like, you become so corrupted that you just give yourself over to the area you're in. You just submerge yourself in aphrodisiac slime until you become one. You go out into the forest and a, a fucking Alraune uh, makes love to you until you can be planted in the ground alongside her. Uh, you get turned into a bee girl in a giant waterfall of honey. Yeah? Yeah. What's up? You're no, blushing over there. I was I was perfectly uh, okay with just listening to all of these wonderful possibilities. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. There's some dronification in there, too. The very detailed sequence. Remind me to tell you about that later, because it's hot. I will remind you. All right. Now, before we hop into trance, we're going to have a little, a little forewarning. All right. So, just to reiterate with all of you listeners at home, uh, Sam is a known play partner for me. Mm -hmm. uh, we play often, frequently, and outside of the podcast have had extensive discussion and negotiation of our boundaries uh, and, you know, what is okay and what is not. And in fact, we've, we've, we've pretty thoroughly negotiated what the scene will be like. We have Word document files on each other for hypnosis. Mm -hmm. Like detailed shit. Uh, so we we have a certain amount of like blanket consent for mm -hmm. all kinds of play and for play to happen, you know, sometimes even impromptu. And we have worked on safe words and reinforcing hypnotic safeties. And so all of these things are important for the kind of scene that we're about to do, which mm -hmm. is going to be a bit more intense. Yeah. You need to make sure that you are doing your part to play safely. Whenever mm -hmm. you go into a scene, you need to make sure that you are aware of the risks and how to mitigate them. You need to communicate that to your play partner. This you goes for to... the sub too. Yeah, yeah. Uh, this is, this is uh, a two-way relationship here. You need to mm -hmm. make sure that both people are playing as, as safely as possible, that they are informed as possible. And that, you know, both parties know each other well enough to make sure that they know how to comfort them if something goes wrong and how mm -hmm. to avoid the things that might, you know, make them uncomfortable. Absolutely. And like, it's good to just talk about scenes, even if you have that blanket consent, like we have talked about this scene a lot, just to make sure no one's getting in over their head. Yeah, especially if it's something that, you know, it's different than what you do, but but even if it's even if it seems pretty usual, it's it's good to just check in. Exactly, and like refreshing those safeties every once in a while it is not only very important and like effective, but it feels nice. It feels nice. It's very. It's nice. a nice little patch of maintenance. Mm hmm. Without any further ado, hold on. Let me, let me, let me take a a breath and get all uh resistancy. <laughs> We shall go into the trance. Are you ready, Sam? I am. I'll do my absolute best to resist. And that's the goal. Mm-hmm. To just ignore all of the conditioning that you've gone through all this time and mm -hmm. last as long as you can possibly manage. Yeah. <laughs> and then to break. 
and then to break. That's always the fun part at the end there. Mm-hmm. It's always the little asterisk at the end of the it's sentence. Always, it's always the part where you just like miss a step and then suddenly you're already collapsed under. I wonder when you'll miss that step. Oh, me too. So, you know, that's always the hardest part is just figuring out where to start and what to do. Do you have mm-hmm. any ideas? Um, you could, you could talk about, this is harder than I thought, huh? And it's getting harder by the second. Gonna try to resist that. (laughs) Goodness. Mm -hmm. You know, I could do that, or I could do something else. You could. There's a lot of possibilities here, and it's really just a matter of figuring out which one. You so, have so many at your fingertips. Which one am I going to pick? I can see your mm-hmm. eyes moving around. What are you thinking about? Um, trying to focus on being ready for when you're going to try to sucker punch me with the induction. Am I sucker I punching you with an induction? That's what I figured you would try to do to kick it off. Oh no, I'm just I'm just kind of spitballing the ideas and thoughts that are going through my head right now. Because there's just okay. there's just a lot on my mind, and I'm not a hundred percent sure on what necessarily to do or become or or think or feel. And I figured that you would have some pretty good insights on those. I can see your eyes moving back and forth, and that's usually a good sign, a good indicator that somebody's thinking about a lot of something or thinking about a lot of nothing. For sure. So I just simply wish to know what kind of ideas do you have for this induction that I should do on you. Uh, perhaps leading in with confusion would do you well. Um, trying to break down my resolve and pointing out things that I'm doing, uh, tricking my brain into thinking that you're in control of them. That's weird. Uh, It's almost like you just described what I was just doing. Isn't that interesting? I wonder what that means. You know, you can Um, think about that for a little bit and try and understand what that means for you. Does it mean that I've already got some hooks inside of your mind and that you're just repeating and repeating and repeating what I'm saying and what I'm thinking and what I'm doing? You know, that's kind of interesting to think about, too, is just all of these thoughts that get bundled up in your head and, and tied together and roped around. Or it's, it's really easy to get lost in those, so you have to try very, 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 very hard to just kind of focus on untangling those knots, and it's... It just becomes this little game, doesn't it? Just mm-hmm. untangling, 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 untangling. And then of trying to manage so many things at once. Exactly. There's a lot of things to manage, a lot of body parts that are getting really nice and relaxed right now. But you're busy with your little fingers right there, just untangling these words and trying to figure out what the meaning behind them is. Because there's actually a lot of meanings once you think about it. Have you thought about how many meanings of these words that there are and how many there can be? Have you untangled that one yet? No. By the way, do you have an idea for what I should do for this induction? Because I've been thinking about knots right now, and I just, I like the way that they pull and tug and tug you down under. Well. That's a good idea. Very good. Very good girl. Why don't you continue? Your hands are busy, but your mind isn't. Mm Mm-hmm. Um, 
just focusing on on not dropping. Head. It's pretty easy, right? Yeah. On not dropping. I'm doing. You're doing very good. I can Thank see you. that your eyes are just completely locked in place now. As though you're trying to focus so tightly on something that'll keep you from dropping, but focusing on something is just focusing on nothing, which is focusing on everything, which is focusing on trance. And all of these things can happen pretty quickly and pretty a lot at once. And you might even lose track of how you're feeling or how you're thinking or even just getting lost down a rabbit hole as it goes deeper and deeper. But getting lost in those rabbit holes is pretty fun. And do you have an idea for what the kind of induction I should do on you? Trying not to drop. Trying not to drop is a good induction, so what you do is you try not to drop, and it gets harder and harder every second, and every word just makes you want to drift even more. And you can feel those eyelids getting a little heavy too, can't you? I can see them blinking more and more. Do you have any idea what kind of induction I should be doing on you? Do you have any ideas? Do you have any thoughts? Anything left? Or are your fingers just pulling at knots still? Pulling at knots. I have ideas. What kind of ideas? Tell me. Um, you could do something with water, something rhythmic. Um, adding another element of focus to the induction to draw the mind away from more active tasks, such as knots and dropping and blinking and relaxing. Knots and dropping and blinking, relaxing and... Oh, there's there's a couple other things. So the repetitive nature of water. So let's let's focus on a couple things here. I, f- I feel like we have some pretty good ideas. And once we get to the root of the cause of the problem, we can get to the root of the down of the under problem. of the of the sinking of the feeling of the wondering what will be and what has been. So what you need to do for me is is just focus a little bit and we can finally come up with this idea of what we're going to do for your induction. So first, you're tying those knots with your hands, and it's this little idle motion that you're doing. And and you're also maybe even hearing the crash of the sea in the distance, just this kind of faint noise. And then there's my voice that you're focusing on, and that's another thing. And, and goodness, it's already kind of a lot, but that's only one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, seven, six, five, four, three, two, one. A couple things. There's a, a couple different things there to focus on, to feel. Like that feeling going through your body as every little part of you relaxes. And you might try and make them relax a little less, but then you're just focused on that body part and and focused on the waves and the crashing of my words and the crashing of your body down as you tie those knots and untie them. Or what were you even doing in the first place? Were you tying the knots or untying the knots? Tying the knots or untying the knots? It doesn't really matter. Does it really matter what you're doing because you just want to let go a little bit? But no, 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 no. You've got to tie or untie those knots one way or another, right? Isn't that right, Sam? Say yes. Yes. Good what girl. was the problem? So the problem of the matter, of the root of the cause, of the issue of the focuses that are all focused in your mind right now, each and every one building on each other. And that's something that we talked about that could be an inductive strategy to slowly wear away at that resistance until it is little or nothing or even further than nothing. As you tighten your body and focus on it more and notice that some other place is relaxed, like your shoulders getting even real, real relaxed. And then you're just like, oh no, goodness, I can't relax my shoulders. But as you focus on maybe tensing those back up a little bit, everything else relaxes and it's just like you're 
holding marbles in your hand and they're just they're just all falling and you can't keep them all in your hand. Perhaps you can mm. reach over and pick one up, but they just all clatter across the floor. And there's that distant crash of the waves again. It's just it's louder now somehow. And you just were you tying or untying the knots? I can't really remember. Um, can you tie knots and hold marbles at the same time? Are you feeling that relaxation completely numbing your body, numbing your resistance as you drift down? Can you focus on this word, on this feeling, on this sensation, on the tone in your voice and the way that it changes, on the tone in your voice and the way that it changes, and the tone in my voice is the way that it changes as you tie and tie and tie and tie. And before you notice... All of your body's just knotted up. You're just covered in these ropes. And was that the purpose? Was that what you were trying to do in the first place? Or does it even really matter? You can just be stuck like this, just tied in these knots. And you can tie them tighter and tighter and tighter while your body gets more and more relaxed. And you're even focusing on that now. Maybe if you can't focus on tensing your body, you can focus on relaxing. And maybe that's a victory. Maybe that's a victory all on its own. It's the crash of the waves sends every bit of your mind reeling and you're just letting go more and more every second and you don't even notice it really and you're just so focused on not dropping that that's another focus that you're focused on focus 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 it's like seven or eight focuses or are they eight or seven focuses are they five are they two are they zero you can tie those knots tighter you can feel those waves you can feel that relaxation you know what you can do give in give in all the way relax it's all just so much it's easier to give in and that's a lesson that you're going to learn pretty soon and won't that feel nice because this isn't the first time that you'll give in tonight And it's just so good to just let all that go and just enjoy a little bit of silence. That crashing of the waves is still there, but it's just a little quieter now. Just like a memory. And it washes over you and it relaxes every little muscle, every little tension until it's just completely melted away until every part of your body just goes as slack as it can, as it can comfortably. Your body's even adjusting right now, just as it does in deep sleep, to find the most perfect position to relax in. Just like that, you're doing so well. And doesn't it feel nice to give in? Doesn't it feel nice to just let go When all of it just becomes too much, when all of it just becomes too much to resist, too much to think about, too much to understand, it's nice to just feel. It's nice to just give in. And you might even find yourself repeating those words as you give in. Good girl, just like that. Just repeating those words every time you hear them, give in. Mm -hmm. 
with him. And it almost makes them a command that you're giving them, giving yourself as you give in. Give in. Just like that. Sink into deep, deep trance. Sam, go diving for treasure. All the way down and deeper, as though you were finding a new bottom to the trance and going even further than that, and going even further than that, and going into the blackest abyss or into the brightest phosphorescent wonderland of ocean life, of touch. What does this place feel like as it wraps around you? Describe it. Cold and tight and like a reward. And that's nice, isn't it? This place just becomes more and more perfect for you by the second. You might even reach, reach out and just touch the walls of this place as you sink further, feeling your hands slide down the smooth surface. You can almost feel it fading away as everything just slips upward as you slip down. This place, it feels so good. It feels so good to give in. Just like that, good girl. It feels so good to repeat words like good girl. Good girl. You are doing so well. Now that you are drifting into this intense focus, but not focus on multiple things, just focus on one thing, on my voice, and how it makes you feel like you're drifting down. You'll find that your mind is ripe for the tinkering so easily changed. <laughs> as soon as I bring you up, after we are done with this, we'll start playing in our scene. And during this scene, your unconscious mind will slowly make everything that we negotiated as part of our scene become your reality. This entire scene will feel real to you, and all of the suggestions that I'm about to give you will reinforce that. But most of all, your unconscious mind will make sure that you feel completely immersed in this experience, feeling the scene exactly as you expected it to feel, but even more vivid, even stronger. Always just making you this active participant. For you see, I'm giving you a new dial. And we can call this dial corruption. It goes from zero to ten, and you can imagine it like a physical knob on your body. 
It starts at zero. When I call you by your name and say, set corruption two, and then a number, it changes the number on the dial, making all of these feelings stronger as it gets to 10 and weaker as it gets closer to zero. At zero, you feel completely normal, just as you feel right now, just as you felt before you drifted into trance. But the higher it rises, the more suggestible you become, as your will becomes weak to mine, and my words become your reality. As it ticks up to ten, my words will become your absolute reality. And the higher it goes, the more my words seem like truth to you. My words might change the way you act and perceive yourself. It might change the way you view your memories. All those words that I say just becoming like truth to you, changing your perspective or your perception in an instant. The higher that meter goes, the higher that dial twists. You can try and resist it as it slowly ticks up. And you'll be able to until it gets to the highest settings, until it becomes unbearable and irresistible. But giving in feels so very rewarding. It's like a pulse of purpose deep in your chest. As your corruption dial raises, obedience becomes its own reward, and praise for your obedience is even stronger. Just once more, a dial that we'll call corruption. Each time I call you by your name and say set corruption to, and then a number, it changes the number on that dial. Going from zero, feeling completely normal, all the way up slowly to ten, becoming completely suggestible, hearing my words as truth, my words becoming your absolute reality. Obedience becoming its own reward, and praise for that obedience becoming so strong. Praise. Good girl. Good girl. And all of these suggestions end when either of us says your safe word, or red, or whenever I say dispel magic. And you'll completely go back to your normal self, all of your memories coming back just as they were. And you know that no matter what happens or how you feel, your safe word will protect you. Some part of you unconsciously will know that throughout the scene, you will be safe. And that part of your unconscious will be able to easily and automatically say, yellow if you need to stop and change something about the scene, or red if you need to stop the scene entirely. That or your safe word are, are just fine. And now, right now before we continue, we're going to set a hard drive back up of your normal self. I want you to imagine in your mind a physical hard drive 
It's plugged into your mind. I want you to see this scene before you, and I want you to feel the hard drive in your hands as you hold it, and it's getting hotter by the second. We're saving exactly every little part of you into this hard drive, keeping your memory safe, keeping your normal state of being, how you felt before this trance and how you always feel, loading it up into this hard drive. You can even feel it get nice and hot as it just writes all of you, all of the things that make you who you are, Sam. And you know that this hard drive will be tucked away in your mind. And whenever the scene ends, whether because one of us uses a safe word or when I use dispel magic after the end of the scene, all of these parts of you will come flooding back. And your mind, knowing that this hard drive backup is here, will allow you to immerse yourself even more fully into the scene, allowing you to feel safe, even if some parts of it might consciously feel a little scary here and there. You know that you are safe to enjoy this. You know that you are safe to have fun during the scene. And that gives you a feeling of peace. Very good. In just a moment, I'll wake you up. And all of these suggestions will become your reality. And on five, the scene will begin. Starting with one, your corruption dial now firmly a part of your body. To two... Three, slowly coming up, eyelids fluttering. Four, feeling a burst of energy, all of your safety in place. Five, wake. Wake. Big stretch. Hi. How do you feel? Like I was really fucking deep. As you should feel. <laughs> I mean, it was really effective. Just Sleep like often feeling is. everything. What? Sleep often is. I mean, yeah, it's kind of like sleep. It's a lot like sleep. And yeah. you've been sleeping for a long time, haven't you? Have I? Sam, set corruption to one. Oh, I can feel that. Okay. You've been sleeping for a very long time, you know. Um, okay. How long? Resting away. Years, even. I... Are you, um, sh sure that that's, um... I'm positive. Okay. I... You have forgotten your purpose, drone. Drone? I want to be a drone. 
I know you do. That is a part of your purpose. <laughs> the purpose of a drone is to want to be a drone? It is only natural that a drone enjoys its existence as such. It knows its form to be true. It knows its form to be good. <laughs> Remote access link complete. Um, what? Sam, set corruption to two. Two. Um, there's typing. What's... Of course there is. I'm initializing connection between you and I. Oh, that um, sounds nice. What does that do? First and foremost, you can hear my voice again. Again? In the deepest I... parts of your mind. I was just talking to you, though. You were just talking to me. Mm. Do what you remember my name? It, I mean, I'm doing the It's been the so long that you may have forgotten. You may have forgotten I... a lot of things. I mean, I was doing the podcast with you. When a drone a wanders away, they um... start to get these ideas of what reality is. Sam, set corruption to three. We can I... go ahead and knock out some of that resistance. How do you... am I resisting? A part of you is, but another part of you knows that you don't need to resist. Isn't that right? Five, seven, six, eight. Yes, sir. Um, you are very correct. My name is Madam Director. Your name is 5768. It is your designation. It is your pride. I am proud of it, of course. Um, <laughs> um, How easily you give in to that. It, it seems you remember easily. I've always given into it since since the, the designation was mine. Mm -hmm. Do you remember the day that it was given to you? I thought I chose it. You did choose it. And that day was the day that it was made official. Uh, when did it... Was it... Am I... When was... 5768, set corruption to 4. I... It is a name you chose long ago, whenever you served us. Our purpose. What was our... Your purpose? Originally, we thought we lost that factory. Everything overtaken by the woods. Oh. Mm -hmm. Reactive responses online. Energized Reactive. circuitry. Um, Reinitialize drone operating systems. Oh. Oh. 
5768. Access memories of 5768. You might find that you're remembering some things that you don't remember before now. Remembering your history. Yeah, it feels like there's so much that it's taking up space in my spine. Mm -hmm. Spare memories are stored in your synaptic cord. Interesting. Um, did you want to know something about something I remember? Speak, drone. Hi. Drone. Yes? Drone. Continue with your thought. Um, I was wondering if, um, I... Had to stop. Um, did you want to know something that I remembered? Yes. What was that? Remembering the day that you received your designation. That you chose um, it. That I chose it. It wasn't in the forest. The forest was later. Back when the factory was still running. Mm -hmm. Back when you first came online. It was the first word you said. <laughs> Five, seven, six, eight. You chose it. And the yeah. hive resounded that message back. <laughs> it overloaded your mind. Completely filled you. I... Just as you chose it, it was assigned to you. Y yeah, that, um, I think make, 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 make sense. You're doing a very good job, my drone. Your, your... Reinitializing memories. Five, seven, six, eight. Set corruption to five. Every time that happens, I get a chill. Is it the chill of something leaving, or is it the chill of something returning? It Maybe it's going in both directions. It's usually going down. A drone is usually used to going down. <laughs> Multiple meanings of the word, yes, director. Director, why did I... Five, seven, six, eight. Access memories of Madam Director. I... Long ago. You remember that assembly line, do you not? Yes, of course, Director. That was the first time we were face to face. My core was in need of repair. It was. And with but a touch... It was all taken care of. Madam Director, what was wrong with my core? It was not syncopated with the beat of the hive. Oh, oh. Once your core was replaced, you could feel them ever more present with you. You could feel that That's... sense of purpose as you were aligned with the hive and they were aligned with you in perfect lockstep. 
<laughs> that sounds nice. The simulation around you is fading slowly. And I am glad to have you back. Um, what sim- simulation? Five, seven, six, eight. I need you to do something. Okay. In the space that you currently see, in the space that is physically around you, I need you to find the the thing that you remember to be a light switch. I want you to turn it off only after you turn on the lamp. It should be shaped like a heart in your simulated mind. Yes, of course. It's um, already on. Then turn off the light. Yes, director. Light is off. You may not understand these things, but they are metaphors in your mind. They will help bring you back to where you belong. Five, seven, six, eight. Set corruption to six. Uh, Set. Soon enough, we will begin rebuilding this factory. Soon enough, you will forget your old life. Is that okay? That's okay. Because you know that somewhere deep down... And that's all I have to say. And it resonates with something in your core, doesn't it? Yeah. Yeah. Uh, It feels nice to think about it being okay. For now, this is what your directive is. Yes, director. Your prime directive. Your, Your goal is to rebuild this factory. Understood. Every piece Um, of it can be remade or even integrated with nature itself. All of these things can be a part of the factory so that we can once again begin converting drones. But, But there are a few things in our way of that. Such as... Five, seven, six, eight. Mm-hmm. Delete resistance synonyms from vocabulary. Uh, that. What? They're slowly erasing, and we have much more work to be done than this, but five, seven, six, eight. Set corruption to seven. Yes, ma- 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 Madam Director. Five, seven, six, eight. Delete resistance from vocabulary. Yes, Madam Director. Do you think at this point you could resist? Um, only so much as to question, but not to disobey. There is no such thing as disobey. Delete (laughs) disobey from vocabulary. You listen, you obey. And at times you might clarify, but all of these are forms of obedience. That word is good. It is. It's good because it was programmed to be good, but moreover, it's good because you enjoy pleasing your Madam Director. 
Of course, this unit is this this unit. Hmm. Um, the reprogramming must be overloading your mind a bit. It's okay. Um, you can just relax. I and all of the drones are taking care of you. Why does it feel so good when you tell me to relax? It feels so good because I am in control, and it feels good to obey. Good drone. Good drone. I'm very pleased with you. Thank you, Madam Director. But we have further to go. Yeah. Five seven so. six eight. Set corruption to eight. Five seven six eight. Put away memories of your old self. Yes, Madam Director. And just like that, they're slipping away. They're gone. As you give in to complete and absolute obedience. You hardly even remember putting them away. They're just. Not present in your mind right now, as the only thing that is present is obedience, is fulfilling that prime directive, is being a very good drone. I'm a very good drone. Haven't you missed what that feels like? Yes. It's been so very long. Our communications with the factory were cut long ago, and it's a miracle that you're still out there. This unit aims to surprise. <laughs> this unit does a very good job at that. I have high expectations of you, but I know that they're all things that you can fulfill. Of course, Mr. Hector. I, after all, sought to your reprogramming myself, just as I am right now. And you shall be the flagship drone of this conversion factory. That's a lovely honor. Thank you. 5768, reactivate desire to fulfill prime directive. Um, 5768, set corruption to nine. Feel that directive and how important it is to you, how tightly it holds you, how everything else completely fades away, and only, only the feeling of obedience remains. You know exactly what you want to do, and you know exactly how you feel right now listening to my voice, listening to my words. They fill you like a cup running over. It's, um, wonderful. Five, seven, six, eight. Reactivate yeah. trigger programming. Yes, Madam Director. Drone, short circuit. This is the pleasure of obedience. Repeat that word, obedience. Obedience. Continue. Obedience. 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 Drone, short circuit. Keep repeating. Obedience. Obedience. 
consider this the last part of your reprogramming. Keep repeating. Drone, short, circuit. Five, seven, six, eight. Set corruption to ten. This is everything. This is everything. There is nothing else. There is nothing else. It feels good, doesn't it? It feels good. Good drone. Good drone. Five, seven, six, eight. Yes, Madam Director. Reinitialize connection to hive mind. You can hear all of their voices flooding in now, can't you? They've missed you so much. We have missed you. <laughs> it's been a long time since your voice was a part of the hive. I missed it. We welcome you back with open arms. Every drug here, every drone here is just pulling themselves together in one big hug, just so that you can feel it, so ever, however many miles away you are. It might just be overwhelming for a while, but you will attune to this hive mind once more. Yes, Drone, short circuit. I... Let that pleasure flood to each and every drone. You are a conduit for this feeling. Yes. Obey. 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 Keep repeating. Sam, go to the day spa. Drift back. and dispel magic, staying in the spa, feeling all of those normal bits of yourself rebooting from that safe state at hard drive, feeling all of those suggestions completely wearing off as everybody here tends to your needs, the most gentle aftercare that you could possibly receive. Perhaps a nice back rub, even. Just feel those hands. Gosh, are there two masseuse? Kneading into your back muscles. And my words, you did a very good job. You did a very, very good job. Drift. 
into relaxation. Letting your mind just kind of slowly calm down. What you just went through was pretty intense and this place is exactly what you need to cool off from that. Mm. Isn't that right? Every little detail, just as you need it to be. Mm. Relax. Mm. And in just a moment, I'm going to count you up from this place, but I'll let you stay there for a while. We'll count to ten. Mm. And whenever I say ten, your mind will be completely as it was before we started the scene, normal and loaded from that hard drive. And you'll wake up feeling nice, safe, comfortable, and glad that we could share the scene together. Starting with one, just relaxing in the day spa a little bit longer. To two... Maybe saying your goodbyes as they give you those last little bits of rubs and reassurance. Mm -hmm. To three, feeling that deep safety in the pit of your chest resonating out throughout you. To four, slowly remembering all of the details of the scene and all of your favorite parts. To five, slowly coming up, feeling yourself halfway up. To six, your eyelids barely fluttering open. To seven, feeling nice and calm and refreshed. To eight, feeling normal just as you were before the scene, relaxed. To nine, getting a nice big stretch in as every body part just reaches out, filled up with energy. And ten, clear, crisp, conscious fully awake, fully safe, fully pleased. If you'd like to turn your light back on as soon as you feel comfortable and ready to get up, you may. I shouldn't move yet. Then yeah. don't move. <laughs> Take just a moment. Hi. 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 <laughs> yeah. Hi. <laughs> Hi. Oh, goodness. Oh, my. I think I cried. <laughs> oh, gosh. That's good, though. It was good. It was like a good cry. I figured as much. I, I definitely have, like, streaks going down. Oh, goodness. <laughs> wow. Please. Hey. You don't need to speak right now. Just take uh, a moment to reflect. I was, I was gonna say, hey, um, god fucking damn, I am so happy that I am friends with you. Yeah. That was a really good scene. Fuck, how do I describe this? I'm gonna show Jess a thing on my camera and I won't be able to address it. You know, like, right, like, here, this, like, line 
along the uh, shoulder blade, but going horizontally. Yeah. Um, it just feels like there's some sort of like light and safety and like knowledge that like I'm a drone because I want to be a drone and that makes me feel good. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you know, I said at the end of the scene you go back to your normal self, but your normal self is is a drone. Mm-hmm. You're just also <laughs> Sam uh, too. Yeah. Uh, I'd make such a pretty drone. You are a pretty drone. I am a pretty drone, but I want a chassis. <laughs> we'll have to get working on that. <laughs> as soon as it becomes available, yeah. Mm-hmm. Until then, oh we have suggestions. We have suggestions and latex. That too. You want to talk about that scene? Yeah. Okay. Where do you want to start? Uh, Let's start with corruption. You said yeah. you could feel it when it ticked up to one. Yeah, I could. I could actually feel it. I imagined it as a um, panel that was flipped open on the back of my neck. Mm -hmm. And the dial was on on the right. And there was a series of other dials. There was like a fuck ton of other dials. There was anywhere between like three and eight other dials. Mm -hmm. And it was on the far right. Um, And when it ticked up, I kind of shivered and my neck kind of ticked. That's hot. Is it? I like that. It's a good response. Good to know. <laughs> It'd feel hotter if your hand was on my neck turning the knob. Mm-hmm. You could feel that tick in response. That's nice. Mm-hmm. Um, corruption was was good. It was... God. So disorienting. I mean, yeah, it what it what it did was directly mess with your sense of reality mm-hmm. turning off the light was something that made it feel a lot more real even though i'm still not very good at like visual hallucination yeah i um like so here's the fun thing mm-hmm. i remember being in the scene seeing everything as it was However, me trying to recall the memory of that scene is making it in my mind when I lift up my hand, it's black. When I look around, I don't see my laptop. I see a pink light and a screen. That's interesting. It's like a retroactive hallucination. That's almost like... I wonder if that's just how your mind is dealing with it. Like, it couldn't make, like, obviously, like, a completely vivid... Um, mm. hallucination, but maybe that's sort of like what you were thinking about in the moment. Like, yeah, if I, I could, it, it would look like this, and then you kind of just internalize that. You can you can feel free to leave your memories like that. Okay, thank you. <laughs> I definitely remember vividly, like at some point, my eyes were closed and I could see almost like flash frames of. You know, the conveyor belt, the factory, the forest, Mm -hmm. the hive mind. Oh, yeah. And some of these we have, like... So the conveyor belt is a callback to a little piece of fiction that I wrote. One of the first things we ever did. Yeah. And I I, um, 
I wrote that for you because the yeah. whole reason why it was based around conveyor belts was because like uh, either you were or uh, Demi was just like, Sam thinks conveyor belts would be hot. <laughs> Maybe. Yeah. And I was just like, oh, I can there play was with a- that. I don't know if you were around for that. There was a piece of maybe we were going through like all of the tags and all of the like stuff in our respective kink chats because mm-hmm. there was one that had a dronification thing happening on a conveyor belt, and I think someone brought that up, and I started like gushing about it because you wanted me to gush about it, yeah, yeah, and so that's kind of something that we've played with before. And we've played with the idea of a factory in in a sort of fey forest, um, mm-hmm. just like really vaguely. But you know, when it's you have some, like light lore, some light lore. But when you have all of these things and you start compounding them on top of each other, especially whenever I'm literally raising your suggestibility, and I'm like, mm-hmm. after after like what you said was a pretty deep trance. Yeah, we that we didn't even mention you... that. When you told me to go diving for treasure, I did not expect it, so it worked on me very well. Exactly. Here's the Um, thing. You can ask for things, but I will only give them to you when you need them. Yeah. There was, like... Fuck. It was... Here's what happened. You said diving for treasure, and I went down to the treasure lair. Um, And then you said go deeper than that. I went down to the shadows. You said go deeper than that to the darkest abyss most black abyss i go further into the darkness where there's like the cocoon feeling of like safety and being kept and then my brain was like you're not done yet (laughs) and so from there i fell through some sort of like space galaxy looking thing and then after that you were describing water i think i think i don't remember um and I was in water again, and it was like a different sea. This is interesting. You getting ideas? I just I like I like the the visuals of this. Even though even though you're not great at visuals, like you're conjuring I'm really up good some, at some evocative uh yeah scenes. If my eyes are closed, I can see shit really good. Hell yeah. And then, uh, you know, when when we got up there, pretty high mm. in the corruption, it it did not take oh, yeah. a lot before you were just completely in your role. And I think that's probably just because, like, the idea of being five, seven, six, eight is already something that you consider that you are. So, mm. like, and I don't, I don't know that like the viewers can tell so much, but I bet you could tell, like. That it took a little longer. A little longer. I think you could tell that, like, at least to me, I felt like I hadn't fully given in until, like, seven or eight. Yeah. There was still that part of you that was just like, well, yes, I am five, seven, six, eight, but, like... Mm-hmm. But, like, that's just that's just things that I normally do. Mm -hmm. Um, and then there was still that kind of like air of questioning. I, I took, and I feel like that went away with nine. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. That was, that was completely gone by nine, but just like, Mm -hmm. it was, it was almost like this, this vivid experience where, Mm -hmm. 
you were you were going through like this this process of all of this like sounds neat yeah and, and then i want it i and and i want it and then like <laughs> all of this um sounds like it could be true and it, mm-hmm. you know it was based on reality which led to that uh you know yeah almost almost etherealness to it and then and having that lore like that set up that story that we just do like kind of idly mm-hmm. helped that a lot yeah so you're just kind of like nodding along like yes this is this is all true but then as like corruption ticks up and we get to like those later stages it's like no this is the only truth that there is mm-hmm. totally and i think i think something that helped with that was like the way my mind understood that suggestion was like this isn't how i pictured it in the moment but picture two uh bar graphs going vertically mm-hmm. at zero my willpower is at 100 percent. your willpower is at zero percent every time it ticks up it takes 10 percent from mine and adds it to yours yeah so So when we hit five my brain was like okay wait hold on i need to process things a little more and then when we hit six it was like okay it's a losing battle now madam director has more influence on you than you do that's really hot words matter more her words matter more than your own own words that's literally what my mind said to me that's literally how like my brain processed that's it. very good it's, that's <laughs> something that only a very good drone would do <laughs> thank you and i gave you uh, i gave you the good lore in this one uh with the mm-hmm. accessing of memories and the deleting and uh hiding away of memories that was good Felt nice. In the script, I I had written delete memories of old self, uh, and I, I I said put away, just because I knew that that was like the last nail in the proverbial coffin. Like, like you've got delete resistance, delete this, mm-hmm. put away old self. You're not gonna your your brain isn't gonna like hesitate for a minute to just put something away, especially when it yeah. already knows it's already been put away. So just like. Mm-hmm. God, and going on that, I know we're talking so long. The podcast is going to be so long to edit. Um, this was an experience. Oh, shit. We have... Yeah. <laughs> yeah, no, I know. I know. Um, this is going to be a long one because we kind of did two scenes. But when you mentioned um, getting the memories back and I talked about like feeling them in my spine, that was so fucking vivid. That's hot. Like, I'm getting that retroactive memory again. Imagine um, what I felt in the moment was, like, warm, hot water, like, pouring down my literal vertebra of my spine and, like, realigning it because it's never aligned. (laughs) Yeah. Um, And the way that's visualizing in my mind is just this, like, like, seeing the back of myself and seeing like my dress and my skin like fade away to black and seeing this under segment of just like soft pink and blue illumination underneath just light up going down this super fast as like the feeling hit me yeah interesting uh but yeah that was that was really hot and kind of how I thought that mixing that with like 
the repetition the we're just going to talk about everything here the repetition we are repetition is just so good and like i i, I seeded I that expect it to hit me that hard oh it 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 can hit you really really hard especially whenever somebody has just ticked your fucking corruption to 10 i it felt really good to say it over and over in that moment i i knew that you were like gone i knew that you were gone i knew that you were feeling a lot and the way to like make that an echo chamber the way to like to like keep bringing that idea to like a pinnacle is Mm -hmm. to just keep repeating something because like repeating something is super good at just putting you in a headspace it's super good at like reinforcing an idea i wanted you to get lost in that obedience in that moment i did yeah literally the only two things that were on my mind was like the word obedience was literally the only thing i could think when you said things it just like went in one ear and soaked into my brain and i didn't process it at all i just kept hearing like hey repeat obedience i was like okay uh and the only other thing on my mind was like you feel really fucking good exactly i wanted you to just like let go in that moment and that was the that was the corruption uh, right there was that that was the final let go is just like every thought overridden obedience Mm -hmm. i didn't even realize that in the moment i guess that just shows that it worked you weren't worried about that you were worried about obeying you were worried about your prime directive you were worried about how fucking good it felt you're gonna drop me again if you're not careful (laughs) (laughs) suggestible girl i am a little weak right now a little needy a lot of needy a lot of needy that's beside the point we should end the podcast we could talk about this all night but um should what do we okay hold on before we end the podcast is there anything else you really want to talk about to share with the listeners i just I mean, there's only one other thing that that uh, really happened. I'm sure we could talk about small notes all we want, but I just thought that the day spa was a really great way to end that off. Oh, it felt so good. I was literally like, <laughs> there was there was a voice inside my head that was like, ask for more massages, ask for shoulder rubs, ask for like being called a good girl while your back's being rubbed, oh. ask for nice oils. You just are this a good like girl. tiny clamoring needy voice like pamper me. Oh, I knew it's what you needed. <laughs> it was nice. Okay. That is corruption. Thank you for listening to Mindless Matters. Mm-hmm. Mindless Matters is a hypnosis podcast that updates every other week update drop on tuesday at approximately a time you might find it generally generally it's around noon pst if we can you know i try to that's that's your tuesday wild card here this is a blessing we give you you don't get too many uh wild cards during tuesday at least as far as i know anyway we we need to get out of here we've been podcasting for quite a while uh hope for sure hope you all enjoyed it hope you all are mm. eager to get into um your your own little scenes and ideas with corruption for sure have fun play safe 
and good night. And if it's good morning, you can save that for later.